Good day, and welcome to another episode of Unwired. Today we're not going to be on the road, so this is not a mobile podcast. We are actually in my home in a pretty open area living room, and we're going to be doing a mic comparison test. Uh, Right now, I am not using my normal Tascam condenser mic. I happen to find an MXL 990 series of condenser microphone. This is a large diaphragm condenser microphone. I'm not even sure it's still on the market yet. Yet. I'm not even sure it's still on the market. Uh, It may have been superseded by another model. I'll look that up during the break and get back with you and let you know about that. But today we're going to be doing a mic test. So we're starting out with the MXL 990 and we're going to progress to another couple of microphones that I've purchased and see how they sound. Right now I am bringing in my levels. I'm sort of hitting negative 12 dB. Um, I'm going through my Behringer Euphoria UMC 440 HD. It's a four line input that we have been using in the studio uh, to record all of our podcasts up to this point, except when I'm on the road recording right into my uh, Zoom H1 or the uh, Tascam, uh, what is it, a 40? Sometimes I don't remember all the model numbers, forgive me. It's a lot of equipment coming through uh, right now. So I also have a couple of Polson um, lower quality small diaphragm microphones that I'm going to be testing out. And I ended up buying three condenser microphones for our church to replace our choir mic. We were using a Shure PG-51 or is it SM-51? Like I said, it's a whole bunch of models. What I hope to do is bring all the microphones in over the next couple of days and test them out. And I hope you'll stay tuned with us, listen through through the whole program, and we'll see how these microphones sound. Once again, this is Unwired, the podcast. This is not the mobile edition. We're actually in a a room. We're actually um, localized today. And we thank you for sticking with us through our extended break. We were just very busy. Sometimes it's hard to get a podcast out when you're very busy, but we hope to get back on a regular schedule so you'll get an episode out every week. So that's the MXL 900, and we got a couple of different microphones to test out, so stick with us. Okay, I am back. Oh, this is terrible in that I don't see the levels. So I was just uh, listening back to the uh, MXL 990 uh, large diaphragm microphone, and I found it to be very dark. I don't know what you're hearing. So I also recorded it in Sony Acid uh, version 6. Funny sounding name for a program that records audio. But technically that's a program where you use to uh, make music. Uh, it, you can put in beats, you can put in timing. It's actually a very good program. I've been using it for years, uh, though I don't make a lot of music. It's nice to make some quick uh, little intro music or um, uh, things for podcasts. It's a great program to make things for podcasts. Um, but now I've switched over to using Sony SoundForge. And 
I'm now using uh, the Rode NT3 microphone that I normally use when I'm in studio if I'm not using the Tascam uh, small diaphragm condenser microphones. So right now I'm using the NT3. And I'm going to listen back to it again when I come back, uh, when I go to the next break or when I switch out microphones. I'm going to listen to this and see how it sounds compared to the uh, MXL 990. It's interesting. I heard a lot of noise um, with the MXL 990. It seemed to run really hot. Um, the NT3 is running even hotter, to be honest with you. I hope I'm not peaking. I haven't, I'm looking at my meters now. It doesn't look like I'm peaking. I'm hitting about negative 0.5 dB at the most. And I really want to turn my gain down. Uh, this seems to be uh, the gains at the same level. All I did was change out microphones. It's the same cable, same levels, different recording program. I don't know if that's going to come into play. But the levels on this mic seem a bit louder. And I'm, I'm trying to sit back the same distance from the other one. Now, that is a the MXL 990 is a side-facing mic. So it sits straight up and you speak to it from the side. Whereas the... Um, the Rode NT3 is a forward-facing mic, so and I just hit 0 dB. I'm, I think I just peaked when I said forward-facing. I really want to turn this gain down so that I'm preserving the audio, um, trying to keep them all the same level uh, for this test. But I'm not sure that's going to be practical because it, it makes me a bit nervous as regular speech is hitting about negative 6 dB, and I've already hit uh, 0 dB. Um, I'll just move back a little bit. But once again, that sort of taints the test. I, I want things to be consistent and so that we're comparing apples to apples, even though these mics are all very different microphones. So from the same distance, I'm getting more uh, volume from this microphone. As I said, the other one was a side address, side um, diaphragm microphone, where this is more forward-facing. So, how does this sound? Oh, and I forgot to look up whether the you can still purchase the MXL 990. I know that you can still get the Rode NT3, so this is still available on the market. And I've used it for quite a while, and I like the sound of the NT3. So now we're going to switch to the Polson microphone, which I bought six months ago, and I still haven't taken it out the packaging. I just haven't had the opportunity to use it. So we're going to go ahead and use it today and see how it sounds. All right, back for part three. And I already can tell this microphone needs a pop filter. It doesn't come with one. And this is a Polson small diaphragm condenser microphone. The model number is SDC2150-MP. That's long. It's, uh, I don't know how it sounds yet. It sounds a bit tinny, thin, uh, missing some, um, some meat. And that's just through the headphones. I went ahead and listened to the NT3, and so far that's a winner. That's a, just a beautiful sounding microphone. Um, once I get out of these cheesy headphones and listening to it on our editing system with the much better speakers, I'll see what the noise floor was on the NT3. 
Um, going back over the MXL 990, it is still for sale. You can get it on Amazon for about 120 um, and you can decide for yourself whether it's worth it under the conditions, the exact same conditions that I'm using now with this Polson. But uh, yeah, I already can tell this Polson needs a pop filter or a windscreen because any semblances on it just peak. And I'm not even as hot as the other microphones were. It's about the same distance as the NT3 and the MXL 900 was. Uh, excuse me, 990 was. But uh, just listening to the headphones right now, it sounds like it's missing some meat, some uh, mid-range. You know, a lot where, uh, let's say, and I'm going to pretend that <laughs> I could just tell frequencies you know, just pull them out the air like some people can. Um, even though I'm getting better, as you work more and more with audio, you tend to start to learn to pick out where the frequencies are. But I would say around the 600 to 800 megahertz range is what we're missing. Um, so when I listen back to it, I'll be able to let you know. But once again, this is the Polson SDC, as in uh, Sam, David, Charlie, uh, 2150MP, uh, Mama, Papa. <laughs> and this model is relatively inexpensive. I think I got both pairs for under 100 bucks. It comes as a two-pair set with um, uh, mic clip and this plastic case. It's a decent plastic case, but I wish they'd included uh, a pop filter or a, a windscreen for the microphone. This definitely needs a windscreen. Um, now, you could use these as an instrument mic, especially for uh, hi-hats or snare, something in the upper frequency range, but I'm not sure how it would work for a choir mic or a speaking mic. Uh, what I will do is I'll look up and see if you can buy a windscreen for these and maybe later on test them out with the windscreen. Um, the Tascams that I purchased came with mini mic stands and windscreens, and those work really well. It doesn't have the same frequency issue that I'm picking up on these mics. But once I take it and listen back to it, we'll see what it sounds like. So uh, we're going to take another break and then come back with our next model of microphone. Then uh, these I just recently picked up. So be back soon. And so this is test number four, and this time we have the Rode M5 uh, small diaphragm condenser mic. Um, I bought this specifically for a to mic a choir. Um, did a couple of reviews, read a couple of reviews on it, and decided to buy these to replace some Shure microphones that we were using. And I will say. Uh, just listening over the headset, it sounds fine. Of course, when I listen back to it is where we're going to get the real impression of what it sounds like. Um, it seems to have a decent pickup. It is by far the smallest condenser mic I have ever seen. It barely fits in its mic holder. Uh, this one does not come with a case, but thank goodness it comes with a windscreen. So it'll cut down on some of the semblances and when you're saying bees and 
pops and things like that, it'll cut down on uh, the sharpness of those uh, words, those sounds. Um, but like I said, it's the smallest mic I've seen. It does not come with the best mic clip I've ever used either. It's very uh, plasticky and very pliable. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. But it is very firm at the same time. I mean, it, it holds this tiny mic real well. And the mic doesn't weigh much. So it'll be easy to put on mic stands. You don't have to worry about it falling out. Um, boom arms for choirs. All in all... We'll see how it sounds compared to the others as well. Um, there's not much else to say about it. It's just a mic. It doesn't have any uh, additional options on it. You can't do a low-cut filter. You can't do... Um, there's no on and off switch, no place to put batteries. It is simply a condenser mic that requires phantom power. And it does come as a dual set. It comes certified to be a matching pair. So if that's important to you to get two exact same mics, uh, this is at a good price point as well. Uh, easily available at all your local retailer stores. Uh, actually, no, at all your sound stores, whether it be a um, a local audio store or your regular online stores. So I'm just talking out of fill space so you get a good impression of what this sounds like. Uh, so that is the Rode M5. And we still have two more to go, so stick with us. And now we have the AKG C1000S small condenser microphone it says small but this is the largest mic of the set so far even larger than the rode nt3 um, and i got this also for the choir it's listed as a professional uh, microphone for live recordings uh, and live events and so i bought this to mic the choir uh, so the idea is to have this microphone in the center, picking up a majority of the sound, and then have the the two Rode M5 microphones on each side to pick up the different sections. And we're going to see how this works. Um, this microphone was, I think, around 150 uh, Once again, it's a decent price. It has very high reviews. It's considered one of the better mics to mic acquire, under a certain price range, of course, because... Um, there's a couple of much higher price condenser mics which may go over better. But this one is well rated. Um, it does come with a pop filter. It doesn't come with any case. It comes with a pop filter, a mic clip. Um, and the mic clip also has a, a size adjustment. So you can use it on smaller stands. I forgot. I think it's a quarter twenty. Anyway. I don't recall the exact sizes, and I haven't looked at any manuals, you know. I'm doing just a straight-out-the-box test with these microphones, and there's nothing to adjust. This microphone does come with an on-off switch. That's something I'm not very fond of. It's too easy for people, as they're handling it, to turn it off. Um, though, on these mics, you shouldn't have much handling to them. You set them up and you move on. But, you know, there's always the case where someone hits the off switch and... You know, you could ruin your recording if you're not paying close attention, close enough attention. Uh, 
So there you have it, the AKG C1000S. One more to go. So now we're recording with our last mic for this segment. Um, before we move on, though, I wanted to mention that the AKG C1000 is uh, two things I forgot to mention about it. Um, one of those things is it does take batteries. It takes two AA batteries if you're not going to be using phantom power. So that's pretty cool. It also comes with an attenuation switch and... It has a low-cut filter switch uh, under the battery compartment. So those aren't automatically visible. I actually figured that out after I picked up the manual and uh, took a look at it. So go ahead, read the manual. You may find out things you didn't realize from just looking at the microphone. Our last microphone is the Senal, S-E-N-A-L. It's not senile or Senal. The Sonal SCI-3213, 3,213, odd number. Excuse me, 3,212. Um, this microphone I bought because it comes with a special feature. First of all, it's inexpensive. Um, I can see it online now as of this recording for about $60. But it also comes with different pickup capsules. Oh, it just heard me pop right there. This comes with a wind filter. It comes with a shock mount. And it comes with various pickup pattern capsules. What that means is you can change the capsule to go from Omni to Cardioid to, I believe, Super Cardioid. Um, and for the, in that price range, uh, that's almost unheard of. You have to get much, much higher in price. Oh, before I forget, the AKG C1000S was also not 159 or 150 I think I said. It's 200 It was 199 That's what you could find it for online. $199.99, so basically $200. So the Sonal SCI3212, I really want this to be a winner in terms of price and the, the different pickup patterns, which we're not going to test here. We want to keep this test even across all the microphones. Um, so I may just focus on this microphone later in its own episode. But I just wanted to see, I really want this mic to work. I really do. So here's hoping it sounds good enough to make it into your kit. Um, you can use it for instruments. You could use it like overhead for the hi-hat. You can use it for vocals, as we're doing now with speech. It's supposed to also be able to handle um, singing, um, probably from a, a further distance so that you don't deal with the pops. Uh, I might throw it on a camera one day since it comes with a shock mount or a boom arm um, to see how well it sounds out in the field. So... There you go. All of these you will hear without any editing. So um, I may cut out a few dead spots or mistakes that I made, but I'm not going to do any effects or any enhancement of the vocals. You're just going to get it. Um, sadly, you're going to get a little bit compressed, but at least everything will be evenly compressed. So you'll be able to hear if there's any tonal difference, which microphone sounds better to your ears. And don't forget to write us back. I know this was a bit of a longer episode, but we're really trying to cover some 
some good information here. Once again, we had six different microphones. We had the Rode NT3. We also had the Rode M3. We had the AKG C1000S. We had the Polson. Oh, where's the box? Because that's the strange number. We had the Polson SDC 2150MP. We had the Sonal SCI 3212. Um, we had the MXL 990. And. Since I left my Tascams in the office, I didn't get to compare those, but you could listen to previous episodes and see how that sounds. Was that it? Did I cover all of them? I think that's it. So, if you have any opinions about these microphones, which one did you like the best? Don't forget to write us at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter, unwiredthepodcast.com. I think that's it. Um, then we have our Facebook page uh, on facebook.com slash unwired the podcast. You see a, a theme here. It's uh, always unwired the podcast. Go ahead, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. We look forward to hearing from you. Bye and thanks for listening. <laughs>